0: Welcome to Speak, y'all. It has been All last Off Camera. Glad to have you. If it's your first time, stay for a while. Volumes up. Put the remote down. Hang out. That's Dave Hellman, the one and only Joy Taylor. This is my guy, James Jones. It is turtleneck season, y'all. That's what it is. It's cold it's LA. LA. It is. It's 50 degrees. Let's get the ball. Kyler Murray out for the season with a torn ACL. But remember, he signed a five year extension for $230 million last offseason. Meanwhile, in Baltimore, Lamar. Lamar. Lamar Jackson, he's dealing with a knee injury. Remember, he got hurt a couple weeks back, but he's still on his rookie deal. An article was written, and it said Kyler's injury should absolutely get Lamar's attention. Think about this, viewers. Lamar Jackson is a superstar quarterback, but he didn't sign before the season for what is noted to be $180 million. He's hurt right now. Kyler Murray did sign before the season $230 million. He's hurt right now, but drastically different lives that they're living. Kyler's hurt, but he's sitting on $230 million. Lamar is hurt, but he's sitting on the last year of his deal, maybe $1820 plus million. Lamar Jackson has to be thinking at this very moment, man, I should have signed that deal. Mm. At this moment, Lamar's thinking to himself, ooh, Kyler got his money and he got hurt, so it don't matter that he's hurt because he got his coins. But Lamar Jackson does not have his coins. An NFL unanimous MVP, America. That's who Lamar Jackson is. But he's still only making $18-20 million, while guys like Russell Wilson are making $250 million. Kyler Murray, 230 million. Aaron Rodgers, 150 million. Dak Prescott, 160 million. And Lamar Jackson, comparatively, is making chump change. Lamar Jackson better be taking note of what happened to Kyler Murray. But I got to go to you, James. Should Kyler's injury get Lamar's attention?
1: No, I don't. I, I don't think it should get his attention at all, right? Number one, that, that's not that's not Lamar Jackson, right? Lamar Jackson has been one of the ones who really has handled this situation the best of any quarterback, right? Lamar Jackson ain't went to Twitter and said, I'm blocking the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> he ain't stood up there saying a bunch of crazy. None of that, right? So the way Lamar Jackson is built, I mean, he reported when he had to report. I mean, he he's a team dude. And what he's done on the football field Yep. It don't matter if he get hurt. He's going to get paid. And I'm going on record saying even if he goes out there, God forbid, and tears his ACL, what his track record says, the bag is waiting on him. Mm. So right now, if I'm Lamar Jackson, once my knee gets fine, watch when we get in these playoffs and the price is going but up on y'all. how big a bag? Because that's what Joy always brings
0: up, yeah. and that's what I always agree with on. is, yeah, the bag waiting on him, but all bags ain't created equal. It's big the old.
1: biggest bag waiting on him because he's next. So he's going to be the highest-paid quarterback in the National Football League. That is why he's sitting here right now without a contract, because he's looking at him like, y'all crazy. Hmm. I'm not taking that money y'all giving me, even though the numbers sound big to everybody else. I'm up next. Just like Dak was up next, and he was the highest paid, I'm up next, it's my time, and I'm going to be the highest paid quarterback. And he is, no matter how this season plays out for him, because he's like that and what his track record has shown. So I'm not worried about this at all. I'm texting Kyler, praying for you, bruh-bruh. You know (laughs) what I'm saying? But I'm going to be getting what you're getting, for sure.
2: I don't think it's going to affect... His money, how this season goes, because I would agree with you. His 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 resume yeah. is what it is, and Dave always brings this up, and I'm sure I'm probably going to steal a line, <laughs> but <laughs> it, it's not going to change his money. But what Emmanuel's talking about is a different kind of money, because he wants the 250 million fully guaranteed. Uh, He's
1: gonna get it. Hey, I hey, hope he does. Money, yeah.
2: I genuinely hope he does. I don't think from a business perspective that any owner is going to do that. One, Steve Bishotti, who happens to own the Ravens, who the the quarterback we are talking about plays for, Mm -hmm. is the one owner that came out and said, I don't like that deal that the Cleveland Browns gave Deshaun Watson. He shouldn't have gotten that. We know the owners were not happy with the Browns' ownership for giving that deal to Deshaun Watson. There is a point of diminished return when you're talking about contracts contracts in a salary cap space obviously the salary cap continues to go up but at one point or another you are you can give too much money to a particular player it is going to affect the rest of your roster and god forbid anything happens to that one particular player like a kyler murray now you're in a situation where that player that you're paying all of this money mm-hmm. because they earned it and deserve it yep. is not there and what's the rest of the roster supposed to do so it's so it's so much on one player in a league where there is a 100 chance of injury where i will say he should pay attention to is a lot of people were not happy with kyler murray mm-hmm. they were mad at kyler murray they were dragging kyler murray mm-hmm. for causing some almost problems Almost everybody yep almost everybody why you gotta play childish games, taking this stuff off social media? Why you gotta say you're not gonna show up? Why you have your agent writing this uh, manifesto? <laughs> he don't look so crazy now. Mm-hmm. See, not at all. He's chilling. And imagine if he hadn't played hardball with the Cardinals, mm-hmm. had this injury this year, the way that the year has gone for them, we would be having questions about what's the future of everyone, including Kyler Murray in Arizona. And now, we can't talk about what they're going to do with the quarterback position next year because we know Locked it's going to be Kyler Murray. That's fascinating. So that's where that's I think Lamar should pay attention.
3: I think, I mean, there's, there's no one way to handle this, and I'm sure Kyler Murray feels good about doing that because he made sure he was financially secure. I'm going to sound like a broken record because this is where I come from, but it left a huge mark on me. Dak Prescott didn't do any of that stuff. He played ball. He took the franchise tag. He wasn't difficult. And by the way, Dak Prescott was a fourth-round pick. This man was getting playtime incentives to bump him up. His career earnings might have been $5 million at the time that he got the tag. His ankle was pointed in the completely opposite direction that your ankle is supposed to t- uh, turn. And by the way, you love to bring this up. In 2020, when Dak got hurt, the Cowboys were 1-3. and three. He had fumble problems. They weren't a very good team. Girl. I remember sitting in AT&T Stadium. It was against the New York Giants. I think it was October 11th. And the, I've never seen the life go out of a stadium like this in the sense of, oh, my God, he's hurt. Oh, my God, it's bad. Oh, my God, he ruined his future. He played the tough game and he lost. It's all over for Dak. And then six months later, mm-hmm. he jumped up onto the stage to accept $160 uh-huh. million dollars from
1: Jerry And Jones. he's not even close no. to the track and And, and, and Lamar's, resume, at, Lamar's exactly. resume right
3: now is so far beyond.
1: Exactly. It's beyond what Dak the has man-timers. done now.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm not worried about it. Yeah, I mean. I think we have to let go of the idea that the 230, 250 million dollar contract is on the table. Joy has I'm But he directly, ain't letting go
0: of it. That's the thing. Well, we'll, we can let go of it all we
3: want. It's Lamar Jackson who's holding on to it. If that's okay, if that's what he wants to do, then a tag is in his future if I yes. had to guess and he will make more money mm-hmm. and we will have more segments to yeah, do. But so that's fine. It. Here's my that's thing it.
0: is I got a, I got a couple thoughts and then a couple statements. Dave, one thing you learn in locker rooms, never count another man's money. Never. Ever, ever, ever Ever, ever, count another man's money. Because what they did for James Jones, Mm. they might not do for Greg Jennings. No doubt about it. What they did for Greg Jennings, they might not do for Jordy Nelson. Don't ever count another man's money because you don't know if they're going to treat you like they treated him. Lamar Jackson doesn't know if they're going to treat him like the Cowboys treated Dak Prescott. Even if I get hurt, I'm still safe. Here's what Lamar Jackson doesn't he does knows somebody to know. Maybe. But think <laughs> no, about this. No, think about this, James Jones. Can we throw the, throw the numbers up on the full not, I'm screen? To you. The dudes who got paid this past season, uh-huh. Rodgers, Russ, yeah. Kyler, Deshaun, Carr, Stafford, how are they turning out this year for their teams? Throw the next uh, full screen up, please. Throw the next one up. Throw the next one up. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. A combined 20 and 40 winning percentage. Has nothing at all to do with Lamar Jackson. But if you're an owner who already has a little bit of stage fright and you're thinking to yourself, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers got about four wins. The Denver Broncos got four wins. The Cardinals got four wins. Deshaun hasn't looked good. Clearly he missed a couple years, but he ain't looked good. The Raiders are the most disappointing team in football. Matthew Stafford ain't even playing. He's out for the rest of the season. He's out for the rest of the season. He'll probably get bent for the rest of the season. What I'm saying is, The Ravens, who already are a little trigger shy, Mm -hmm. are going to look at the last, the only six quarterbacks that got paid this offseason and go like, yo, do we really want to do
1: this? You could look at whatever you want to look at. (laughs) (laughs) And this is me, Lamar Jackson, talking to the Ravens. I don't care what stat you pull up there, right? What I have done on this football field Makes me the highest paid quarterback in the National Football League because I'm the next one and what I accomplished. You see all them boys up there? Mm-hmm. A lot of them ain't deal with what Lamar Action Jackson has done. That's true. You understand what I'm saying? So, and they got that money. So that's why Lamar's looking at you offering me 180? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in here a couple more weeks to talk and hopefully y'all change your but mind. Joy, it's his
0: turn. Aren't all of those decisions, would we not say retroactively that they were all mistakes?
2: No. No. Oh, who wasn't a mistake? I mean, mean, what what are the Packers going to do? Russ was. I'm saying Russ. I don't know if Russ is this year. I would say Russ was The Packers
1: are not better with Jordan Love. Let's talk about this. I would say having paid Russ was a mistake. Having paid Deshaun a fully guaranteed
0: 230 was a mistake. Having paid Derek Carr extension was a mistake. Having paid Kyler was a mistake. So maybe you could argue Matthew Stafford and Aaron Rodgers. You can make that argument. These are special
1: quarterbacks you're talking about. The only one I'm getting off is Russ.
2: uh, The only one. The only one – I really can't say that any of them are mistakes. Really? Yes. They're not better without Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers was yeah. going to get that money or he was going to retire. But I'm not Russell talking – Russell Wilson has years left on his contract. If we believe he's going to play this way for the rest of his career, then, yes, it was a colossal mistake. But I'm going to give him one more year of grace. But these
3: are four-, or five-, and six-year deals. Yeah.
2: yeah. Like, one, one – Deshaun Watson has played in 30, games. 20 and 40,
0: y'all. Like yeah. Three games. There's, there's over $1 billion
2: shelled not up out Stafford here in 20 wins. Desired. He just won a Super Bowl, so he was going to get paid regardless – so uh, they, they are, they are ple- you
0: think the but, owners but, are looking like, man, I'm sure glad I no, played Deshaun. No, so sure, ma- no.
2: matter how this has turned out this year, and I don't think that this will be what will happen next year with a lot of these guys, you still need a franchise quarterback and Lamar no Jackson is that. And what I do agree but, with you that he's the next one to get paid and that he should get top-level money. Mm-hmm. But w- there is a very clear difference between what – He's talking about, which is 250 million guaranteed. Give it to me. Right, and Aaron Rodgers' contract, like the guaranteed money, is yeah. is the, the as as a the player.
1: As a player, when you come up and it's your time up, right, wherever that may be, and whether you have an agent or you represent yourself, right, you always go to the guy that has the highest paid money. If you're like that, mm-hmm. right, and then you say, okay. Deshaun is the highest-paid dude right now with all that guarantee. And then I start, ooh, I got more catches than him. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I got more, I got more yak yards than mm-hmm. him. Ooh, we, yeah, I got more touchdowns than him. So whatever y'all telling me in these meetings, talking about, we ain't giving you Deshaun. I'm better than him. He, and it is, is, is my better, time. He's
2: better, and he's more accomplished than the. But Johnson. does
0: that mean if somebody makes one mistake, does that mean I have to well, make that's, it too? That's, that's, that's what it I'm getting. So, that's so, why don't yeah. be mad at me.
2: <laughs> be mad at the Browns. To, what what is the saying? You're the same guy. Don't cut off your nose to spite, spite your face. face. Correct. So, everyone has a drop dead number in negotiations. The, the person who's trying to get the money and the person who's giving the money. They're not going to go past this. I'm not going to go lower than this. The trick with the negotiating, where and, do we meet? And that is totally fine. And, and I, listen, I want him to get this money mm-hmm. I'm yeah, not I writing this check no <laughs> I want him to get this money no I'm just also I can't abandon reason mm-hmm. and the business side of football and because of that if I'm to imagine that the Ravens are not interested in giving mm-hmm. him 250 million dollars the conversation was should he pay attention to what happened with Kyler you still want your long-term guaranteed money and your long-term contract if you're a player so where is the where is the wiggle going to come from? And you would hate to see him wiggle so much that it eventually becomes something that another team is not interested in giving you that money. Well, well, if you're gonna <laughs> if you're gonna get that money, it's gonna be from the Baltimore. James, rate. final thought.
1: He, go. He's gonna get it, and it's gonna be from somebody. And and like he said. If you don't pay me that money, you're going to tag me. And if you tag me for a couple years, I'm eventually going to make that money anyway, yeah. and I'm going to be going somewhere else. So you might as well lock me down and pay me that guaranteed money right now and send me on about our business, and <laughs> let's go win some ball games. We because gotta, what I've done, I've earned that money. We will have more of this conversation mm-hmm. later. But coming up, Micah Parsons, star defender for the Cowboys, he made some crazy
0: statements about Jalen Hurts a couple days ago. He sits. Backpedaled as good as Deion Sanders in his prime. (laughs) We'll tell you if we're okay with the comments. That's next on Speed. Now, Michael Parsons made headlines earlier this week when he questioned Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts' MVP status. But he's not done, y'all. He said he understands why Patrick Mahomes is in the MVP race. And he's given most of the credit for Philly's success to the defense. Take a listen.
1: The Eagles defense will be the MVP. I mean that defense is The Offensive is solid too though. no the offense is raw, but their defense that yeah. I, the defense takes everything to a whole nother yeah. level. Because yeah, you know like, yeah, I yeah. understand the football is is so much more complimentary than football. Yeah. I, and that's just and people gonna hate me for it.
0: Now, Micah clarified his comments earlier today, saying, quote, obviously they took small clips and just took one line of what was really talked about. No disrespect to Hurts. I think he's doing a great job this year. Close quote. This honestly may be the best discussion this show has seen. (laughs) It's taken from yesterday to today. Certainly the longest. Welcome in. Welcome in. Y'all up. I don't think Micah Parsons needed to clarify his Jalen Hurts comments. I think it was implied that Jalen Hurts statistically is a very good player. Why? Because that's not subjective. That's objective. Look at the data. The data states he is a very good, if not great, elite player, at least having an elite season. What Michael Parsons was saying was, wait a second. The Eagles defense is number two overall as far as yards. Number one overall turnovers, when you talk about turnover differential, they are the best in the NFL when Micah Parsons looks at Jalen Hurts, he's not looking at Jalen Hurts and saying you are the best in the NFL. Micah's looking at Jalen Hurts and might be like, OK, yeah, you, people might think you're the most valuable, but I do not believe you are the best. So I don't think Dave Hellman, Micah needed to clarify and say he was a great player because it's implied Jalen Hurts is a great player. We're talking about is he the
3: best at what he does. Is that what the truth is? I mean, for starters, I I don't think he needed to clarify it. We're talking about football. Like, clarifying your statements makes it sound so much heavier than it is. (laughs) He is allowed to have whatever opinion he wants of Jalen Hurts. But just don't come at me like you weren't being a little disrespectful. Not to steal your word, James. Please (laughs) don't. Like, don't. don't. I mean, like, okay. (laughs) I don't need to listen and people can be taken out of context, but these clips that we've seen from this podcast with Von Miller is we watched like three minutes worth of video from this thing. Like how much context do I need? And the thing that I go back to is the clip where Micah said, I love football too much. Not to say this, like not to it, say that, that Jalen hurts isn't all that basically. And that's, I mean, if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. I am entitled to think it's a little bit disrespectful and and that's, Coming from a guy, I don't, I don't think Jalen Hurts is the best quarterback in the NFL, but you just can't deny the impact that he's had on this Eagles team and his role in making them the best team in the league. I think it comes across as flippant. I don't need him to clarify it, but that's just how I feel.
2: Flippant is a very good word. Yeah. Flippant is a Thank good you. word.
3: I, was, I did good on the SAT.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I did not, but I did, I did, did better on the, on the language part. Um, I don't think he needed to clarify. In fact, I, I kind of wish he wouldn't. Like, this was some genuine trash talk. Stand, stand, on it. stand by stand it, on actually. It. I mean, he, he it wasn't taken out of context. I watched much more than three minutes of this. And there's layers and layers to what you would consider very strong disrespect for Jalen Hurts. It was very clear to me. Having finished listening to the to the conversation, that he does not think Jalen Hurts is like that. Mm. So just just stand on it. Micah is totally entitled to his opinion, and Micah is at the top of the league in his position, so he can feel that way. And some of us can vehemently disagree, <laughs> which which I do. I, I mean, one of the statements that he made was he he was trying really to have a contextualized conversation about the MVP award, which I would agree with him. I don't like that the MVP award is just the best quarterback on the best team. But we all agree that the quarterback position is the most important position on the field. So by default, we are going to lean on the most important position and the team that's doing the best that year and how that position looks. Dut, dut, dut. That's the Philadelphia Eagles, 12-1, and one, and Jalen Hurts is the engine that's making that go. Now, if you disagree with that, which Micah clearly does, and he said, can you say right, right before that defensive clip, the statement he makes right before he talks about the Philadelphia defense is, can you say that if he's not leading statistically or showing any top five categories, like, is that an MVP? Jalen Hurts is first in passer rating, fourth in completion percentage, tied for fifth in passing touchdowns, first in interceptions with three, Mm. first in touchdown-interception ratio, tied for fourth with 20-plus-yard passing plays. He Mm. is first amongst quarterbacks in rushing touchdowns. Mm. He is third in total rushing yards Mm. amongst quarterbacks with 686 yards. He's also (laughs) third in rushing yards per game amongst quarterbacks with 52.8 yards per game. So that is quite Mm. a few top five categories. Mm. So if you don't feel Jalen Hurts is like that, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Objectively incorrect. Mm -hmm. Even by the standards (laughs) that you are lining up for the MVP. I wish we could have a bigger conversation about the MVP. But it's just the way that the game is set up.
1: You know... Y'all know how I feel about it. You know, it's disrespectful. And, I mean, it's too late to backpedal now, you know. Your mom always told you what's said is said. <laughs> Ain't no take-backs. That's what it is. <laughs> that's what it is. It's all right. I know how you feel, homie. And, that, and that's fine, right? You know, like Joy said, it's incorrect, but that's fine. But at the same time, you talked about the defense for the Philadelphia Eagles, You're being right. number two. They've been playing with a lot of leads, huh? Yeah. Right. Does you play defense? Does that help you? No doubt right? About Make a team one-dimensional, huh? Yeah. You're able to get some takeaways. Yes, You're sir. able to pin your ears back and get after the passer because you ain't gotta worry about stopping the run. I think Jalen Hurts is scoring points, right? Yes, sir. We talked about Miles Sanders yesterday, right? There's a reason why he's going like that is because you gotta account for Jalen Hurts. You know, so he's making everybody around him better, including the defense. And to me, that equals MVP. To me, that equals put a little respect on his name. Micah, like, you saying defense should be MVP? No. They are 12-1 and 1 because of the man driving the ship, steering the ship, whatever <laughs> oh he, um, And that right. is Jalen Hurts. But I want to show you all something Please because Micah ain't giving him no respect. Uh-huh. I want to show you all something. Do we got tape? Because let, let's show oh, this a little oh, bit. Oh, it's, up up there, up it's right here. It's right right. Look at Micah. You see Micah at the top of your screen right here. Whop! Here we come. Right? Why you didn't go get him? Why, why you didn't go get him? We're putting you in a situation, and you have to account for Jalen Hurts' leg. You know what? We're going to run the same Good. exact play because you can't stop us anyway. It happen. right? happened, Right? And this happened in the game. And I want you to see him throw his hands up. What am I supposed to do? That, that's basically what, what am I supposed to do? Ooh. Nothing. Because the boy is like that. And if you come get him, he going to throw it. And if you don't, he going to run it. And he made you look silly on those two plays, the same exact plays, because you have to Here. respect what the man is. And that's all I'm saying, Nacho, <laughs> is put some respect
0: let me, on his name. Let, that's me, it. let me speak as a defender. Let me speak as, as a defender. Both those plays you mm-hmm. show, uh, Eagles get positive yardage. But as a defender... And a touchdown. And a touchdown. Yeah. No, absolutely. As, but as a defender... Nothing Jalen Hurts did on those plays is special. Mm.
1: The existence of Jalen Hurts. But any other quarterback, you can't run that that's stuff. That's a lie. That, you said any
0: other. If you if, know what I mean. I feel the you. The pocket passes. it's the pocket passes. Thank you. So you. that's what makes him but, different. But what, Jay, what, what Mike is like is like, you say put respect on a name. Respect is earned. It's not given. Jalen Hurts has earned the respect of every one of us sitting up here. Thank He's you. earned the respect of the National Football League. Thank you. But if you are Micah Parsons and you play defense, when Jalen Hurts came to Philly, he won. I'm going to say that so nobody up here has to say it. He won when, J- when the Cowboys went to Philly. But what else happened was the Eagles had 268 yards of offense. Mm-hmm. You know how good that is defensively to hold a team to no under 300 yards? The Eagles were 6 of 14 on third down, under 50%. We're not saying they're not So what Micah's probably experiencing is, wait. We lost that game by nine points with Cooper Rush, who turned the ball over three times. Mm -hmm. Our offense played better. Our, our, Our offense had more total yards. Our offense was better on third down. We lost that game because of the Eagles' defense. And I do not think... That that is an incorrect statement. If you watch the game or look at the numbers, okay, so you so don't. That was so the only
2: game that. he watched. That was a because game. there's been other games played by Jalen Hurts this year, not against the Dallas Cowboys that didn't go that way, in which Jalen Hurts was the driving force, which mm. won the game. Correct. But so you're if you're going to say that he, you you watched the tape, and it's not Jalen Hurts, then did you watch? all the tape, and like, let's, I'm not saying Micah Parsons doesn't spend his entire day watching tape, but that's quite a lot of tape (laughs) to watch, on top of the tape that you're watching for your opponent that you have this weekend. I think
0: what Micah, like, the fact is, when Jalen Hurts played the Cowboys, Jalen Hurts did not get busy on the Cowboys. We all in life speak but from that, our but experience. The, you don't win an
2: MVP off of one game against the no, Cowboys. No, but
1: you speak off of your experience. But then
2: you're speaking from a place of ignorance. Sure. and I That then was, then, then that was two plays, fair. though. Like, they it.
1: was cooking Micah in the past game, too. That was two plays I showed you. Right? I couldn't steal the whole show. That was two <laughs> plays that I showed They was cooking him in the past game as well. All I'm saying is everything that the Eagles are doing, it is around number one, Right. The Cowboys was down in that game 20 to 0. Sure were. Getting the brakes beat off them. You don't think Philly went in there like, man, we made these one or two mistakes, it could have been 35 to 0. Yes, all that happened. So yes, you came back and made it a game, but this Eagles team was beating you down. But the question is. And it starts with number one. And, 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 and in this game. Just put some respect. I on. think
0: in this game, Micah is saying that's incorrect. But
2: he's not talking about that. You he's don't not win about MVP awards based on a game. That he played against him. He's talking about the entirety of you the season. You hear all season. the
1: numbers Joy just spit at you? We're We're talk, no doubt about he's it. He's
2: talking about the entirety of this. Micah yeah. is talking about the entirety of the season. I understand that to perspective, but. Then, you're, then, you're ha- then you have a limited perspective, and therefore you shouldn't speak on it because you're talking about one game, which, by the way, you lost. Mm-hmm. So if your goal, which I don't believe is Micah's goal at all, is to just get individual accolades, then sh- congrats, I guess. You limited them, but not enough to beat them. Micah is about winning games. I'm not saying that, but... That's what this sounds like from the way that you're contextualizing What it, it
0: sounds like to me is, Mike is like, he's not that special. And when we saw him, he wasn't that special. I'm not saying Jalen Hurts is not that special. Mike
3: is saying when we saw him, he but
0: wasn't that, that, that's that special. That's meaningless. That's
2: meaningless. We're talking about the entirety of a season. That's how you win it. I
3: feel like you're inferring a little bit here. so? Yes, like, he, he, he didn't say any of that stuff. He didn't say. He said as they're
1: good I'm, because of everybody else except. Hurts. He said the defense is the, he did. Yes, he he did. Said the defense is the he MVP the right system, now. The, the offensive system, line, the and, system. The
3: system and the if Micah had said something along the lines of like, you know, when we went up there, I didn't see anything that blew me away, and I think when we get them again at our place, it'll go differently. Still maybe not cool to trash talk a week before the game, but I would be like, okay, yeah, I'm with you, man. Acho, That's you not have, what he said, though. You
1: have turned on the tape. Yes, sir. And people are praising players. Yes, sir. And you're like, nah, nah, nah. He ain't like that. In the meeting rooms. I understand all that. But if they are playing at a high level and what they are doing on the football field, you don't come out to the media or podcasts and all that and say, oh, man, Ray Lewis, no, it's is because everybody, Airee and everybody behind him. No, dry. I mean, Ray Lewis is the leader of that drive to ship for that team. I'm not saying Jalen Hurts is, is Ray Lewis, but it's not just everybody around you. Like, he is balling right now, it's, so just give him some respect. Before, can, I, can I blow through this, or you want me to take – all right, girl, we're staying here. Um,
0: <laughs> before the, his Jalen Hurts comments, he made Brock Purdy comments. Mm. He made some Brock Purdy he comments. said, would
2: you say that Nick Foles was the MVP oh. that year? Look at Brock, Mr. Irrelevant. We were about to bring him up.
0: Correct. What I'm taking from what Micah Parsons is trying to say is this. Brock Purdy went crazy. It was just one game, but he went crazy. And before that, he listed off Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, Trent Williams, and, and Bond was like, no, nah, I wouldn't say Brock, Brock Purdy's uh, 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 an MVP. Now, it was tongue-in-cheek. It's one game. But Micah's point is, bro, if Brock Purdy can ball with that talent around him, then Jalen Hurts balling with that talent around him, Micah's saying, is a product of the talent Jalen around him. Jalen Hurts
2: doesn't play for the San Francisco 49ers.
0: No, he plays for a team with a roster that's just as good. So he's like, if Brock can ball with that talent around him, and we all acknowledge it's the talent around him, but, why okay, is it so hard Brock, to acknowledge? Brock
2: Purdy, respectfully, does not belong in a conversation with Jalen Hurts. Thank respectfully you. Respectfully to what Brock Purdy did in one game. That is and, and a half you. against the Dolphins, yeah. or three quarters.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Does not belong in a conversation with Jalen Hurts in his third year in the NFL who's played in a playoff game. And is, has his team at 12 and one this year. Not in the same conversation. One, that's just that's just reason and emotions removed. That is just that is based off of data. One, okay. Two, to James' point, you can argue about the team, but someone has to throw AJ Brown the ball. Someone had to accumul- accumulate these rushing yards that Jalen Hurts has. Someone has to run that offense in a way that scores points that complements that defense. So, and he plays the most important position. We ha- we also all have eyeballs as well. Mike is not the only one who has access to these games. And you're arguing on Mike's behalf, which is not what he's saying. That he didn't look like that against. The Dallas Cowboys, well, now you have an opportunity because of what you said that everyone in the world was already going to pay attention to this game.
3: We're going to set some records. Yeah. <laughs> We're
2: going to set this, some ratings records. Now this game records. is at a whole other level. The biggest part of this, though, is that when you look at MVP seasons for the quarterback position, who is usually who wins this, they tend to have good players around them. Who won the MVP the last two years?
3: Rogers. Aaron Rodgers.
2: Who was he throwing the ball to?
3: Devontae Deontay. Adams.
2: Pretty good player. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty good. Where was his defense ranked overall? Back-to-back years. I
3: think fifth
0: or eighth. Ninth.
2: Yeah. Top ten mm. defense back-to-back mm. years. Mm. Pretty solid team. Need a little help. How do they look this year? Yeah. Not very good. Devontae Adams isn't there. Do we think Aaron Rodgers is not a great quarterback? Of course
0: we do. No, but that's a little – the reason I think it's facetious so, is for mm. this reason. We often use the phrase, and we use it way too much now, this dude, this guy's one of one. You heard the phrase? Yeah. One of one. Heard the phrase? Yes. Oh, We've all heard the phrase. One of One of one. I would say that Aaron Rodgers, you could say he's one of one. Yes. Patrick Mahomes, he's one of one. Yes. Josh Allen, I'd probably say he's one of one. Lamar Jackson, i probably say he's one of one. Look, why are you giving me that look? You, just, you don't
3: have to be a one of one to win yeah, an you NFL MVP. You, you don't at all.
0: But I'm saying this Eagles defense, many would say is one of one. They're on pace to break the sack record, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, they're, they're doing well.
3: I don't know if That's they're still They're playing on. with a lot of so leads. They lead the league, yeah. It's
0: great. I think it's like if you turn on the tape, would you say that Jalen Hurts is one of one? Like Micah, this season,
1: yes, he's balling at that type of level. That's not what I asked you. I yes, said, yes, would but it's we not, talking It's not about,
2: about putting him in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah. it's not about saying two he's different conversations. The, the best Matt Ryan won an MVP. This is a, thank you. I mean, like, thank what are we doing you. here? This is about the MVP conversation. Nobody thinks that Matt Ryan is yeah. better than Tom Brady, is better than Aaron Rodgers, is better than Pat. Well, Patrick Pat was in the league then, oh. right? Yeah. Uh, no. No, I'm, not yet. Fine, years. we'll stick it to those two. Nobody thinks he's better than those guys but that year he had the best season at that position so that's why he won that award Correct
1: but I this don't This is all I'm saying let me get in here let please, me get in please. here <laughs> This is all I'm saying right Number 1 he's I don't care how you feel about the man show the man some respect of what he's doing you played the game at a high level you could get a bunch of money contracts all that right but for me, it's one thing I know about NFL players that we really take pride in, and that's people respecting our game. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you grind in the offseason. You put in all this hard work. You ain't getting no sleep. You taking care of your body with the food because you want people to respect your game. This is a disrespect to Jalen Hurts' game. And that's why I'm so frustrated, because as a star defensive player, and we all know Micah doggy, a baller, and you say you watch all this film, this is a slap in the face and disrespect to Jalen Hurts' game. And it's crazy because Cooper Rush goes out there and wins a couple games, and everybody like, oh, my goodness, is that going to get his spot back? Cooper Rush is this, Cooper Rush is that. We're talking Brock Purdy. He go out there, he win one game, he throw a couple touchdowns. Well, he like that. We talking all. We talking. Daniel, we talking all these dudes that we started to give a little respect to for winning a couple games, and this man is putting up MVP numbers. And you ain't giving him no respect no, up here because nope, you over here I uh, let agreeing with Micah. And Micah's not <laughs> giving him no respect every time he has a chance to kind of clear it up or say something. Like, for me, that's disrespectful because respect among your peers and how, how they view you in the National Football League is big. That's why people get so mad at the top 100. How ain't in there? Why ain't there? Because you care about the respect of your team. All I'm saying is, Micah, the kid is playing at a very high level. Put some <laughs> respect on the, <respect, laughs> the man, name. That's it. We gotta go.
0: Coming up, all oh, the Cowboys have won four straight. But it's not all positive. Dak Prescott might cost the Cowboys their playoff win. That's the talk of the town. Here are our thoughts next on speed. <laughs> Cowboys have won four straight games, but there could be some concerns about star quarterback Dak Prescott. Keep in mind. He's thrown five interceptions over the last four games. Owner Jerry Jones said recently, quote, I do like aggressiveness without turnover." <laughs> Dallas Morning News wrote, Jerry rarely calls out the quarterback, but he's put the heat on Dak Prescott. Joy, is Dak Prescott the Cowboys' biggest concern?
2: Yeah, I think so. I think it's the combination of what Dak and McCarthy are going to do situationally in the playoffs, which we saw last year. Well, is that right? <laughs> it, look, the turnovers are a concern. You're, you're not going to be able to do that against a good team. They're going to make you pay for them. And we know that the Cowboys' defense is like that. Micah is like that. The rest of the guys on that side of the ball are going to do what they do. But if Dak is going to put the other team in a situation where they can take advantage of their defense, then that's losing football. Now, so far they've been able to survive it. But when you get into the playoffs, this is going to be a problem. So I, I have faith in Dak. I actually had – much meaner things to say about <laughs> the situation. <laughs> but I don't want to do that because I really do like Dak Prescott. I think Dak is very capable. I can see Dak as a, a confetti guy, as crazy as that sounds, because I'm talking about D- Dallas Cowboys and that's who he plays for. That is kind of but they're going to go as Dak Prescott goes. Like, that's just, that's, that's, he might not be the position that is the weakest, mm. but he is the most important. So if he is struggling or if he's turning the ball over at this rate in big moments, it's going to be a problem.
3: Dave Hellman. I want to be clear the question here the question here is is Dak their biggest concern? Yes, not sir. not are the turnovers concerning. Because they are. I'm not a, a completely delusional homer. No, that, those are two different questions. Of course. But he's, a, he's a questions. byproduct of the turnovers. No, but those are two different questions because. Uh, okay. I, follow me here. I'm with you. I'm with you. am <laughs> The turnovers are concerning. Dak has thrown nine picks in eight games. It's unc- <laughs> uncustomary. Un- customary. I can't talk, eight. I promise you. Nine, nine and eight. Man, my goodness. His career high is 13 before this year. And you about to say not the problem? Oh, it's, no, no, it's, it's, it's not. The, problem. We, don't know, we, we, don't we
2: don't know what he's saying. We don't know what he's saying. It's not the biggest.
3: It ain't the biggest problem. All I'm trying to say is. A top 10 quarterback is not your biggest problem heading into the playoffs. Like, that is not the Cowboys' biggest problem. I can think of a few other things that alarm me a lot more. Terrence Steele, right tackle, who's been having a hell of a season, just tore his ACL and his MCL. He's gone. Now you're looking at, even with Tyron Smith coming back, you're probably talking about playing either Jason Peters, who's Mm -hmm. played on the right side one time since 2005, and it was on Sunday (laughs) at right tackle through the rest of the year, including the playoffs, or moving – Tyler Smith, who's never done that, the rookie, over to right tackle. That's a hell of a lot more concerning to me. It's concerning to me that Jordan Lewis and Anthony Brown are out for the year. That's two of your top three corners. Trayvon Diggs is nice, but now you're talking about rookies and guys who have never played manning the other side of your defense against the league's best. That is a hell of a lot more concerning to me. The Cowboys are second in offensive efficiency since since that came back from his injury. Last three games, they lead the league in third down conversion rate. Last three games, they lead the, – sorry, they're third in the league in red zone conversion rate. They're 85% in the red zone with Dak back at quarterback. They're scoring 36 points per game. Dak's not their biggest problem. He needs to clean up the turnovers. I'll say it one more time. But that is not – like, that is not what you're sitting up at night sweating. Like, oh, man, this quarterback who's having this ball and the offense is balling. Like, that's just – it's not your biggest problem. That's Let I'm me saying. tell you why it
1: is. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not concerned about the offensive line because this is a Cowboys offensive line. I won't use names. I'll use status. Right tackle, Hall of Famer. Left tackle, Hall of Famer. Right guard, Hall of Famer. Mm. Left guard, first round pick. Mm. So I'm not worried about the offensive line. Sorry, Dave, because Hall of Famer, Jason Peters. Hall of Famer, Tyron Smith. Hall of Famer, Zach Martin. First round pick, Tyler Smith. Then we got our center. Not concerned about them. Not concerned about the running game. Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, Tony Powell, not concerned about them. Definitely not concerned about the defense. Micah Parsons, DeMarcus Lawrence, Leighton Van Der Esch has been playing well. Not concerned about... I, cornerback, I'll rock with you. You make, you make a great point in cornerback, but if Trayvon Diggs can be locked down, hey, double-team other wide receiver, we'll get through there. Plus, Dan Quinn, I'm not concerned about him. You could be concerned about receiver... You could say wide receiver is the most concerning position, but I believe wide receiver is tethered to quarterback. Mm -hmm. Quarterbacks make their wide receivers better. So for that reason, Dave Hellman, and you know me, I'm a reasonable person when it comes to this Cowboys stuff. I think because I have no real concerns about the Cowboys elsewhere, except for wide receiver and maybe cornerback, but I trust Dan Quinn. That's why I say Dak Prescott.
1: You know, last time I was on the show a couple weeks ago, a month ago, whatever, you know, I rock with the Cowboys. Coach Mike, me and Coach Mike, we like that. Coach Mike, my dog, right? And I'm a big Dak fan, right? But the way the Cowboys are built, the only concern is the quarterback. You are not going to play the Texans in the playoffs, Right. I used to be sleeping meetings until Coach said, look at the turnover better. I'm up, right, because that (laughs) equals winning or losing. (laughs) You got what I'm saying? That's what that equals. So if you're turning the football over and you said nine in eight games, if you're turning the football over at that rate and you're only going to start playing these teams that are better and better and better as you get into the playoffs, that is concerning. And the only person that that is on is number four, Dak Prescott. He's not taking care of the football, right? I don't care how many shots you take. You're not taking care of the football. We have a really good defense. It's okay to punt. We got a really good run game. We can run the football. We don't need you out there taking these chances and throwing interceptions and giving the ball back to the offense. That is concerning, right? And if he continues to do this, it's going to be an early, early exit in the playoffs because of the way Dak Prescott is playing. If Dak plays well, the Cowboys like you said, can possibly be under that confetti. If he doesn't, that graphic joy showed uh, yesterday, that's what we're going to show again because that's the cycle and it's over. So he is the biggest concern because the team goes as he goes, and if he don't play well, the team is not going to beat good football.
3: Dave, get in there. I, I don't – I mean, I'll just be the guy sitting up here giving excuses. It's fine. Cause, but it, there's truth to it, though. There's more – like, there's more to Dax picks than just Dak making dumb decisions. He's thrown nine. Last week, again, I go back to right tackle. The protection on the right side is bad. His arm gets hit in the end zone. The ball flutters. It gets picked. Earlier in the game, he throws one to Noah Brown, who's had a great season otherwise. Bats it up into the air like a volleyball. There have been, I would say, I would guess... Half of Dak's picks are on him and the other half are on somebody else. Man, I wish, I'm not I'm not I'm not following. I wish what you I? It's like I wish you yeah.
2: No, I mean, <laughs> hey,
3: I get it. It sounds like yeah. excuse making, but like I just don't think it's all on Dak Prescott. I wish and you and been some more. of that is on the Cowboys, I think. Like I said, it's nobody's fault but theirs that they don't have a pro bowl receiver on this receiver core who can help make up for that. But that's just not the world
1: they're living Same in. Thanks. Right final thought. Now. Um, I just wish he was my agent when I was dropping balls. My mm. finger's this way. His finger that way. The ball was perfect spiral. All that type of stuff. At the end of the day, it comes back to number four. You turn the football over, it's going to be early. So, I mean, you like, take
3: care of it. I'm not even being facetious. Like, if, if, if Aaron Rodgers threw you one right here mm-hmm. and it bounced up into the air and somebody else caught it, you go back to the huddle like, dude, you got to throw a better ball. Or you say, like, that's on me, big dog. I
1: mean, I'm <laughs> saying if that's just one, that's
3: on me. If it's nine, and eight. <laughs> that's, that is a valid That's a little different. That's very
0: valid. Very well said. That's why he on the show right now. All right, coming up, we got an interesting take. Miami Dolphins, they are going to Buffalo. It's supposed to be maybe nine inches of snow on Saturday. But their head coach was wearing something that leads you to believe they're unfazed. You got to see what that was next. The Dolphins will face the Bills in chilly Buffalo on Saturday. Head coach Mike McDaniel. Yeah, he doesn't seem to mind. Strolling at practice with the shirt that said, I wish it were colder. Tua Bailoa also downplayed the weather. Y'all take a listen.
3: Could be snowing, could could rain. I don't know, um, you know. And like, I I think it's for for me at least. I I can speak for myself that it's a mindset thing. It snowed in Alabama my first year. Yeah, so it snows in Alabama, guys.
0: <laughs>
3: I know. I mean, people don't know that.
0: I love the mindset, man. I love the mindset. I love what Mike McDaniel, the head coach, is doing because he is trying to fake it until you make it because when you make it, you ain't got to fake it no more. He's trying to convince himself that it's not going to be that cold because when you get out there, if you've continually reminded yourself, hey, it's not that cold, it's not that cold, it's not that cold, hopefully, to some degree, that will diminish the cold. It don't work for everybody, but I understand the process.
1: I understand the process. James, you're smiling. (laughs) Why? (laughs) No, because I used to do that in Green Bay, <laughs> and then I go out there and I'm like, "Ooh, you know, I need to hurry up and get back in there, and put this hoodie on. Uh, how many sleeves can I put on under? Because the cold is real, right? This right here screams false." confidence right to your team. You know it's gonna be cold, right? You talking about you want it to be cold. No, you don't. Because <laughs> that ain't the way y'all built. Y'all not built to play in no cold weather games. Y'all couldn't play in 50. You think you about to go down here in Buffalo and play in this stuff? You're not built for that. This is false confidence and it's false confidence to the team. And this is concerning right because as a head coach. Concerning. yeah because as on, a now. as a head coach right you are trying to get your guys to go out there and play at a high level. We just had heaters in L.A. Yep. And, all, and and 50, and all of a sudden I'm going to say, I want it colder. No, you don't. Right? So what <laughs> coach, you, you you're giving us what false confidence, Oh, it's going to be so
0: cold, I don't want to go out there. No, I, I don't want you to
1: wear that shirt, and I want you to say, fellas, y'all was cold in L.A.? Right? Get your damn mind right, because it's going to be even colder in Buffalo. You wanted the heated benches in L.A.? All right, so you're gonna be begging for these heated benches out there. So get your mind right. I'm not coming out here wearing this this crazy shirt saying I wish it was colder when it was freezing in 50. Right? Get your mind right. And let's get ready to go win a football game in the cold, in the snow, whatever it may be, and stop giving us false confidence with this T-shirt. Yeah, it, it, he,
3: James is right. Like, the, I mean, it's the mindset has to be that you like you can't worry about the elements. But I I don't dig the bravado and Tua. I went to LSU, man. It's, it's not that far away from Tuscaloosa. If it snowed in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, it was a dusting. I just, I looked this up, by the way. Tuscaloosa's average low in the winter, average low is 40 degrees, okay? Mm. Their biggest, their snowiest year on record ever, (laughs) seven inches. (laughs) Buffalo got 80 over the weekend a couple weeks ago. like, don't come at me with this false bravado stuff. Like, yes, it is a mindset. You can't worry about it. You can't, like, you can't be sitting there saying, like, oh, my God, how are we going to do it? No, I get that. But spare me this stuff. It reminds me, in 2013, the Cowboys played Monday Night Football in Chicago. It was negative one at kickoff. It was one of the worst nights of my life, honestly. Cowboys players went out there before the game, yeah. were warming up with their shirts off. You know, the ESPN's got the cameras on the field. False confidence. They're primping with their shirts off, like yeah, we're not worried about this. By the second quarter, they were huddled around those heaters, like they were so cold. Uh-huh. And the Bears blew them off the field. False confidence. Don't so it, it, like yes, it's a it's a mindset. Yeah. But like, just spare me the bravado. Just I I I, I can't handle it. It's a lie.
2: <sighs> All right, I will say this: the Dolphins play the Jets, the Patriots, and the Bills every single year. And every year, they got to go somewhere cold and play. Sometimes they win, sometimes they lose. Mm-hmm. So it is not outrageous the thought that the Dolphins, a warm-weather team, would be traveling to a cold place to play because they do it every single year. So it is not the end of the world, which is why yesterday I said – Why not? Go win the game. If you are as good as we think you are, the way that you've played all season long outside of these last two games, you should be putting together a game plan to go and beat the Buffalo Bills, which you have to do. This is a game you need to win. And that should be your only concern. What I don't love about it is you just got smacked two weekends in a row. Mm -hmm. So I'm not about being humble, but I am about self-awareness. Yes. And you you. have not proven anything to anybody. I love the Miami Dolphins. I have cried over this team. I have spent (laughs) years of my life being in bad moods over the Miami Dolphins. You have been to the playoffs and lost in the first round three times in the last 22 years. The last time they won a playoff game, it was the year 2000. Mm. Won a playoff game was the year 2000. Are sure? There are steps that need to be taken here. And I don't want to over-exaggerate this shirt. I notice this is Mike McDaniel's thing. Mike McDaniel, his thing, like he's, he's cheeky. He's a fun guy. And I, and I love that he is consistent in his personality. But have the awareness that this season could very quickly slip away from you. A season where we were talking about Tua as the MVP, the Dolphins as one of the top teams in the league, and the last two weeks, it's looked like you can't hang with physical teams, which is exactly what it's going to take this weekend in Buffalo. I know a lot of people in Miami are not confident about this game. My confidence lies in this is a game they have to play every single year, so why should this be any different?
1: And that's my thing, and – I I got a problem with it because you're trying to downplay it. Like, like you think it's play-play. You put this shirt on, like I said, false confidence, you think it's play-play. We used to know we was going to play in the cold. And we know it's going to be cold. We used to be practicing taking footballs out of the freezer. Mm -hmm. Catching footballs, taking them out of the freezer, right? Because we know that this is serious. It is going to be cold. Right. Get your team to go play a cold game and don't be coming out there with these little shirts on when you just came from having heaters on in 50. That's my only concern. I don't
0: think I don't think, big dog, that they're not still privately saying, hey, get your mind right. Get the the strength coach. Get your mind right. O-line coach. Get your mind right. I think about it like this. Optimists tend to be successful. Pessimists tend to be right. And so Mm. if you are Mike McDaniel, hey, I ain't worried about that coach. I ain't worried about that cold. I ain't worried. Because what you can do, the alternative is either you act neutral. It's gonna be cold, fellas. It's gonna be cold, fellas. But if you try to diminish it, I don't think you're hurting yourself.
1: This is a shirt you wear. When you just came from New England beating the brakes off them in the cold, and you're going to play Buffalo, and you say, I wish it was colder because we just did what we did. You just came from la-la land Wait, my thing. in 50 degrees with heaters, and you telling your team, I wish it was colder, after you just got smacked in 50. That's false confidence. To Joy's point, I don't mind false
0: confidence. I don't even mind a lack of self-awareness, because in my mind, the greatest athletes ever aren't self-aware. That's why they overstay their welcomes. The greatest athletes ever are like, oh, I can beat this dude whenever. I can play till I'm 40. I can play. It, like, it was like, well, it's false <laughs> it's confidence because it's like, hey, no, you've just because they've done it. Exactly. The Dolphins haven't done anything. Exactly. Mike McDaniel no, hasn't
2: done anything. I,
0: I, what I'm saying is this last year before the season started, LeBron James and the Lakers, yo, keep that same energy, baby. We got Russell Westbrook now. Oh, we're going to prove all y'all wrong. No, LeBron, your roster's terrible uh when you saw Dirk Nowitzki Dwayne Wade and all these other players stay overstay their welcome because they still thought they could hoop it's like nah you probably can't so if Mike McDaniel who's been like this all year and Joy you know he's been like this all year because that's just who he is and you watch the Dolphins I don't want him to change up now I don't Uh, want him to change up
2: between changing up and knowing where you are Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. Buffalo sees that too like that's trash talk yep I like it. That's not okay. Buffalo. That's trash, that's trash is. It is. Yes, it is. It's not yes, going it to get is. no cold. What going to be like, all right, God, no, make it colder. Buf- buf- no. Turn a cold I mean, up on them. We buffalo, that's, look, trash buffalo that's trash talk. Buffalo We would not, we would not yeah. be talking about this if it wasn't trash talk. They're saying we're worried about no cold. Correct. That's not trash talking the bills. Yes, it is. Because that's an advantage. At buffalo, yeah. play, buffalo Everybody plays that, that up. They live in that. I do not read that as trash talk, but I
0: respect all
1: opinions as doing so. If you just came from L.A. playing the Chargers, and basically, a dome, like I said, in the mean, it's two windows in there, got a little breeze coming through, in 50 degrees, and you want heaters, and it's cold, and you look the way you look, the product that you put out there. Then you're gonna go out here to Buffalo, and you're gonna come at, to a shirt at practice saying, I wish it was colder. You weren't prepared for 50. How are you gonna be prepared for this? So, for me, that's why I'm saying that's false confidence. And you're not going to go out there and win a game like that with false confidence. If you came from New England and it was 20 degrees and you won, I'm getting the whole team shirts. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's different like, this... because that's real confidence, like Joy said, because you have done it. They ain't done nothing. But then I would argue that would be overconfidence.
0: If you win two games and now you're like, oh, I want to code it. But, Joy, go ahead. So then and this, is,
2: this is underconfidence? Yeah, what is this? Because you have lost two in a row, games that you needed to win, and you are up against a very – like, we're not just talking about the weather here. Right, which will be a factor whether there's a shirt or not. Yeah. Buffalo is the number one team in the conference. Mm-hmm. You're not just playing the weather. You're playing the number one team in the conference in a game you have to win. Again, I'm picking the Dolphins to win. I, I think the Dolphins are capable of winning this game. Also want the Dolphins to win. But in order to go in and get a win like this, it's going to take great coaching from him. Mm-hmm. It's going to take perfect play from Tua. And it's going to take them being physical because you're not going to win a finesse game. So, what in does this that weather. have? My thing is, this shirt. You just lost two in a row. Sure. Tua has looked terrible sure. in those two games. You couldn't handle 50. You couldn't you handle 50 degrees. Just not wear the shirt. Do that's that. bragging My about thing how is you. You like, don't care? This,
0: is, this has been Mike McDaniel's through line. Y'all remember last week before the Herbert game, after he had just got smacked by the Niners, what did he say in regards to Justin Herbert's arm strength? Yes. Yeah, he has a strong arm. He's got two of them. I don't know how much he can curl. Mike Mc- This is Mike funny little joke, What is though. that? I wish it were colder as stupid and, and funny. How, how Y'all end. over here acting like it's you a got, big deal. how did a game got, man
1: with the Chargers? They lost. Playing around. But do you False think, confidence. But do you think that is the reason they lost? Yes, like because, because, he quoted, because, because he Justin quote. Herbert was a big reason. Like, th- that shows me right there, like, bro, you coming in. This This ain't play play. You coming in this game
2: playing. Get
1: your team ready to go. You making these funny comments, Every- and you getting smacked.
2: Nothing is everything. Everything is something. Sure. And this is not play play. It <laughs> <not> play <laughs> play. You play. <laughs> two games. You- I don't want to undersell it. The Dolphins got smacked by the Niners and lost badly to the Chargers. Looked bad. Looked bad. Looked bad. It wasn't as bad as the Niners, but looked bad against the Chargers. This is a very serious matchup. And you're sending a message that you could still play around. I'm not making this up. not a
0: serious person. Well, then
2: don't expect people to take you seriously. That's fine. Cool. I don't think he does. But, but that's like, not okay. You're the head coach of a football McDaniel, team. McDaniel,
3: Dave, get get your thought
0: in. No,
2: I, do, I mean, and I, I've, I'm, not, I'm
3: not switching up on Mike McDaniel. I do, like He's a breath of fresh air. I really do. Like, I like the approach that he has. It's fun. The Dolphins still have a winning record. He's allowed to have fun. I do. I, I, I've used the word flippant already once on this show. I just think this comes across as a little bit flippant, considering that this is a very – real issue that they're going to have to contend with. You got drafted by the Browns, right? Yes, sir. So you spent at least a couple years de-icing your windshield, right? I shoveled snow. You do that a few months out of the year, half the year, and then somebody that lives in Miami is wearing that T-shirt the day of your game. Like, wh- you would
1: feel some type of way about And he looked like that. he was inside the dome wearing it. I feel like you would feel <laughs> some type of way about practice
2: I, The practice I'm, bubble keeps you from, <laughs> safe from the humidity. <laughs> look, look, I, I like that he's authentic. I think it's no. great. I don't think people should change it up. I don't like having to switch your tones and all that. That's all I, I'm, saying. I, I'm not That's fine. That's fine. But we are critical of people's authenticity all the time. Correct. And he's authentic. Yes and we're still critical oh, of people fair, in their authenticity fair, fair, for fair. not knowing when they need to have self-awareness. Just because you are a personality doesn't mean it's always appropriate for you to tell jokes at a funeral. Like it's not appropriate for you to talk about your divorce because you always talk about it at your best friend's wedding. Like just because you are what you are doesn't mean it's appropriate to exaggerate these things. James, I don't
0: know if <laughs> I don't know no. if I can take you seriously, James. No. That was you. No. That's dog. what I'm
1: saying. No. But that's hey, too, but it no, wasn't so, no it was wasn't was no play, play play though. It that's, wasn't no play was, play That's just real. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's, this that's is Jay- real, hey, bro. Hey, it's the, real. The,
2: the puffy coat hey. is, is hilarious.
1: And I put that <laughs> hoodie on ball that game, too, because yes. I knew it was real.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was real. Up, <laughs> two
1: teams with incredibly disappointing
0: seasons the Cardinals and the Broncos. Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray. $500 million between those two. But who do we have confidence to turn things around? That's next. Ain't no play play around here. You serious? <laughs> get back to the NFL Cardinals and the Broncos they will meet Sunday on Fox two teams who wish they had a do-over. Remember, this offseason, Broncos gave Russell Wilson $230 million guaranteed. He's in concussion protocol. On the flip side, this offseason, the Arizona Cardinals gave Kyler Murray $200-plus million guaranteed, and unfortunately, he is out with a torn ACL. Cardinals are sitting at 4-9. and nine. James, yeah. Cardinals, Broncos, they're both struggling. Let's call it what it is. Incredibly disappointing seasons for both teams. One quarterback out for a season, one quarterback concussion protocol, who are you more confident in to turn things around? Is it the Broncos or the Cardinals? Not just this year, but more so thinking about the future with two
1: relatively young QBs. For me, it's the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, I'm a a believer in Kyler Murray more than I am in in, in Russell Wilson. And when I turn the tape on and I watch Russell Wilson this season, as bad as he's playing, I'm watching him like, is he going to change this around? Mm. Are we going to see a different quarterback next year? or is this the Russ we going to get in Denver, right? And I truly believe that this is the Russell Wilson that we are going to get in Denver. And with that being said, I'm much higher on Kyler Murray coming back from this ACL, getting back to being Kyler Murray and making this offense explosive the way he uses legs, being the pocket passer that he is, the way he can throw the football. I'm more confident in him and getting some good pieces around him on the offense and defensive side of the ball. But Russ... I do not see it changing. He is just playing bad, bad football right now. He don't know what he's looking at. He's making bad, bad reads. And I don't see this just changing overnight next year and then bringing in a bunch of new players.
0: I'm going to go with the Broncos, James. I I love the saying, bet on brains. Mm. And if you're telling me bet on brains, I'm betting on Russell Wilson. Now, I wholeheartedly do not believe that Russell Wilson will turn it around. I've said that before as well. But I never believed that Kyler Murray was going to turn it in the first place. Mm. So... Kyler Murray, who already we know has commitment to football issues just based on the language they put in the contract, based on things that Patrick Peterson has said, and based on things my former teammates that are within the Cardinals locker room have told me privately. I know Kyler Murray got commitment issues. Now you got to commit to rehab. You, I would assume, know what that's like at the professional level. you got to commit to every day waking up at 6.30 not to play a game. Mm-hmm. Every day waking up at 6.30 to get on the arm bike. Yeah. And why do you have to get on the arm bike? Because you can't yet get on the bicycle. Why? Because you have a torn ligament in your knee. So you got to wake up every day and do this for 45 minutes just to try to keep your abs. And then you got to stand on a little balance beam ball and catch tennis balls and catch another tennis ball and catch a tennis ball and throw it to the trainer. Kyler Murray don't even like watching film. And you telling me he going to have to commit to this rehab process? No. For that reason, I'm more confident Joy Taylor in the Broncos turning it around. Ugh,
2: it's like trauma listening to you talk about that. I know.
3: <laughs> that made me want to
0: cry, ugh, honestly.
2: Ugh. I was, my, my sister, uh, shout out TT, she, she just had knee surgery mm. and she's telling me about her rehab on the way into work today. I was yeah. like, sis, this is why I'm not ever stepping on a soccer field ever again in my <laughs> life. That rehab is something else. It's a huge commitment. You're right. I don't know that it's the injury that's giving me pause with Kyler Murray. You feel good about all that you said if Cliff Kingsbury is back there? <gasps> You're going to put me on the <laughs> <laughs> that, Like I know. Yeah, no, I, well, I, I don't do. know. But I feel very confident they're going to make some big changes in Denver. They have to. Yeah. Like It's been too much of a disaster, and they've committed too much money to Russell Wilson. I am not. I'm right here. But I'm it. not uh, I'm dangling the foot over. <laughs> I'm not quite ready to dive off into the Russ isn't going to come back pool. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it. I'm testing you tested, the temperature, you did. You're testing the water. but I'm not, I'm not quite sure. I do know that Russ is committed to football. I have seen Russ do it at the highest level, albeit quite some time ago, not that long ago, but I've seen him do it before. So I have to believe, at least for one more year, right. that he is capable of turning it around. Kyler, I just I – Kyler's got to come back from this injury. I don't know if Cliff's going to be there next year. I, you guys like their roster more than I do. I still think they have a lot of pieces that they're missing – it's just very clunky. I don't think Arizona has a clear vision, but I do feel like at the very least the Denver Broncos are going to hit the reset button and try to find that.
3: Mm. Mm. I just I look at it. I'm like, what? Who has more things that you feel good about? Cardinals. For me, it's the Broncos. In all honesty, and that's I'll give Kyler Murray Some the of their credit. their defense. Mm-hmm. Their defense, is, their defense is top ten in the league, top five in scoring, and and some of those pieces are really young. I mean, Patrick Sertan looks like one of the best young corners in football. Baron Browning's come on as a hybrid player. Like there are pieces there that you feel good about. If I were the Broncos, and I, I don't know if Russ can be fixed, but they don't have a choice but to try to. If I were them, I would I would make a change at head coach. I would bring in the brightest. Oh, one year. Yes. Yes. Because it's been that bad from a game management perspective. And on top, I mean, to fall off a cliff, cliff this hard, yeah, I mean, if you could fire Russell Wilson with no consequences, maybe you would, <laughs> but you can't. That's not the reality of the NFL. Right. So I would bring in the brightest minds available that are looking for jobs in the NFL and say, here's Russ's cut up. How do you fix him? Mm. Sell me on a vision to fix this guy. How can we have a competitive team next year with what you see in this cut up? And if you don't have an answer to that question, you can't have the job.
1: How many games has Russ played this year? 12, 12, 12 10, 11, games, 12. Right? And I'm with Joy, right? Because I was like this for a long time, right? And I'm like, this is the game. Russ about to be Russ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is it. Like he ain't can't, he can't play like this no more. Russ about to be Russ and I'm like, "Oh my goodness." Would you at what least What is he doing? There've been a, there have been flashes though. One, oh, tell flash, me tell me. San why.
0: Francisco 49ers When he played. made
1: one run. That was the only for the only drive. He did it oh, wow. he
3: did it he he Jacksonville played in he did, he did it against uh Oakland or excuse me, Las Vegas, I'm sorry. The first time. The first time. look, look at, the we, time. Look at it. they lost though. They did. <laughs> I'm,
1: not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to sell you I, that the Broncos I, I, are a good I, I, team. I know, I know, but what I'm saying is we keep saying, Russ going to change the It's been 12 games. Let me put it in context for y'all before we head out of break.
0: If the Broncos would have just scored 18 points in every game, Thank you. they'd be 10-3. and three. Mm, So if Kyler
1: mean. was on the team, 21 points, they'd be undefeated, right? Eh, I don't know if he'd go on the field. I'm just saying, get them, 21 get points. Get him in the film room first. Uh,
0: Coming up, bulletin board material is flying all over the Cowboys and Eagles locker rooms. Micah Parsons started not giving Jalen Hurts MVP love. We got to tell you about just what was said. Next, please. Micah Parsons, he made headlines requesting Jalen Hurts MVP status, giving most of the credit to Philly's defense. He clarified those comments earlier today, saying he met no disrespect to Hurts. But before that clarification, Philly's left tackle Jordan Mailata had his quarterbacks back. Take a listen. Yeah, I'm gonna worry about the Chicago Bears this week, mate. Uh, worry oh, about no. this game. Michael should worry about his game this week too. So, even if I game. I don't know who the f they're playing. Um, Part of my language. I mean, just just worry about who you got this week. Right? That's how we do it here. I'm not gonna worry about any other comments anybody said. That's just how we focus and run about our business. You got the Chicago Bears, not the Chicago Michael Parsons. <laughs> Micah Parsons, Philadelphia Eagles, a whole lot of tension. Time to pick a side. I'm only going to pick the side of speaking your truth. It's as simple as that. Eagles fans, let's not be hypocrites. Let's not do that because we've been Micah Parsons before. I've personally been on that squad. In 2014, DeMarco Murray got MVP votes. Not a vote. He got MVP votes. Why? Because he was on a historical pace. DeMarco Murray in 2014 rushed for 1,800-plus yards. That is the second most in the last 10 years to only Derrick Henry. A historical pace. Before we played the Dallas Cowboys, Fletcher Cox, our defensive tackle, still played for the Philadelphia Eagles. Benny Logan, defensive tackle. They go online. They say, look, they got the same blocking scheme, the same everything, the same plays. They're having a good year. Stop bringing that talk to us. Now, why did we say that? It seemed asinine. DeMarco Murray was on an MVP pace for a running back. That is an idiotic statement to make. But our defense said it because... When DeMarco Murray saw us, he rushed for under 100 yards. And when he saw us again, he rushed for under 100 yards again. Only three times the whole season did DeMarco Murray rush for under 100 yards, but both times it was against us, the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, did the Cowboys beat us in December to go to the playoffs? They absolutely did. But was it because of their MVP player, DeMarco Murray? Absolutely not. So uh, Eagles fans would be hypocritical to be offended by this statement because we've been there before, and that is why I'm on the side of truth. I don't care about the Eagles in regards to whose side of my honor, Micah Parsons. No, 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 no. Speak your truth, Micah. So this and is that's what this doing. is truth to Micah Parsons. it is. this.
2: Well, how, I mean, that's not how truth that's works. That's not how truth yes. works. I know in this post-truth society, that's how truth works. Truth because we have introduced, an objective thing. We have introduced terms like alternative facts mm. and fake news into the world. But the, the truth is just the truth. It's, it's not subjective to whatever you believe. But the there, everybody
1: is. says there's your truth, there's their truth, and there's the truth. So The truth discuss- is he had 1,800. Not to cut you off, Joy, the truth is he had 1,800. And he might, like everybody around the National Football League, just don't go out there and rush for 200 every game, might run into one or two bad games. That don't mean he's not balling. If they both against you, though, that means something. Go ahead, Joy Taylor.
2: Okay. <laughs> well, let's discuss the truth.
1: Yeah, let's talk it.
2: So, so if we think Micah has a truth, mm-hmm. which is not a truth, it is an opinion, mm-hmm. the truth is not your opinion. You might be lucky enough to have an opinion that is true, but that doesn't mean that everything that you think or feel is the truth, unless it's me. <laughs> what is the truth? Like, what is the truth in this situation? The truth is that Jalen Hurts is numbers. balling.
0: Yes, Jalen Hurts has great numbers. And, and playing at an M- MVP level. Does he level?
2: have MVP numbers? Yes. Absolutely. Is his team playing at an MVP level? Absolutely. Yes. Is he the reason that they're playing at that level? You gotta yes. You got to ask. What you gotta no, 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 no. Yes. No, 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 no. If – Fine, let me rephrase that question since it's getting complicated. If Jalen Hurts was not the quarterback, not the running back, not the left tackle, not the linebacker, not the defensive end, if he was not the quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles, would they be 12-1 and right now?
0: Depends on who the other quarterback is. They they have their roster
2: set. so if Oh, Gardner Minshew was there? Yeah.
0: No, of course not. Okay,
2: then then let me ask it again. If it was Gardner Minshew? No, of course not. Okay, so then is, is Jalen Hurts playing the position that he's playing Mm-hmm. Not Demarco Murray, not Micah Parsons, okay, not 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 anybody else at the quarterback position, which we all agree is the most important position Absolutely in the NFL. Absolutely
0: is.
2: Is he the reason why they're 12 and 1? Yes. By that standard.
0: Yes, by that which, standard. Which is
2: factual, not something I've imagined. By
0: the current roster, yes. Okay,
2: that's we the don't truth. need to replace Gardner Minshew <clears throat> and have him play with this roster for a season in order for us to all feel like they're better with Jalen. Of Huff. course. No, no. That's objective truth.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: Okay, so then True. by that truth. Yes. What Micah Parsons said is false. false.
0: By that truth, all of those qualifications, by, 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 yes. by,
2: So by the truth, because nothing <laughs> I said was my opinion. I asked everyone at the table. We sure. all also sure. have access to film. Sure. We've all also watched the Eagles this year. We also can read statistics that are written in the language in which we consume. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so contextually, objectively, that's true. Micah can feel like Jalen Hurts is not like that. Mm-hmm. Now, he's since... Cleared it up. I don't, I don't know. He mm-hmm. softened it, mm-hmm. which, is, which is fine. But that's what he said. And it wasn't taken out of context. What he was trying to say is he's not an MVP because he doesn't like it. There's certain players who get put into the MVP conversation. Jalen's name was then inserted into that conversation, which implies he's not an MVP.
3: Dave Homan I
2: just... <sighs>
3: Did you see? Did you see that really big Australian man and how mad he looked answering that question? Because that's That's, a leader. And look, and look. Here's the like. (laughs) You don't even have to go back to 2014 to bring up hypocrisy. You don't think Eagle fans were doing this to Dak Prescott in 2016? Correct. That's fine. That's for fans to do. That's what we do. We get on here and we're like, ah, he's he's not that good. Don't do it. As a member of the team that's got to play these guys in a week and a half. That's my and, and also all of the stuff we've already said in the other eight segments we've done about this. Like he has played well enough over a long enough stretch of time to merit that respect. But at the very least, even if you don't think he's like that just don't just don't say i gotta it. go i gotta and go you got You're jordan They're
0: dropping off bombs I in the James James. coming up we got a huge matchup tonight the san francisco 49ers they are red hot hottest team in football and geno smith and the seahawks desperately 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 need a win who needs it more don't go anywhere let's take some predictions before tonight's game Brock Purdy expected to make his second NFL start tonight with the whole world watching. Now he has some sore ribs, but he's tough. Niners, red, hot. On the other side, Seahawks have lost three out of their last four games. Geno Smith, seven turnovers in that span. The 49ers are favored by three points on the road, according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. James Zone coming to you first, who is going to win, Big Dog? Oh, I got the Niners in this one.
1: They're clear, clearly the better team. I think this is going to be a beatdown, even though it's in Seattle. I think this is going to be Niners all the way. Ooh. They play defense the right way, Bad, one of the baddest defense. I got the nine. Joy Taylor, where you at?
2: I'm also going with the Niners. I'm fully on the Brock Purdy hype train. But also Seattle has a lot on the line tonight. So this is going to be a close and tough game.
3: Short week. I favor the home team, but not when the Niners have this much talent. <laughs> not when you have this much talent.
0: I love how this show has turned on the Niners, I must say. Like, I've been
3: sitting here <laughs> it like, girl,
0: it took a while. It took <laughs> a while. They finally up there. Niners, we're going to watch y'all tonight. And hopefully y'all will watch us tomorrow. We'll see y'all next time. Peace.